0: Hello and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dolman. On today's episode, we are once again joined by the county attorney, Adam Kinsman. Welcome, Adam.
1: Welcome. Thank you. Now, when you say uh, once again, it, it makes it seem like you don't want me here.
0: Oh, no. I, we want you here always. I could, I could leave right now if No, want. no, no, no. Please do it'd be, not leave. It'd be the shortest podcast you've ever had. <laughs> nope. You're not going to be allowed to leave. So you're here. Because we promised after you had done the intro to the legislative agenda for the county that you would come back at Crossover and tell us how things are going. And we're now at Crossover. I know. So here I am. Here you are. So tell me, how are things going?
1: Uh, They're doing well. We've got uh, the county had four bills uh, that we proposed that were picked up by our legislators and three are still alive. So that's, I'll take those odds.
0: Okay. And is that... High, low, or the same, would you say?
1: Uh, about the same. Okay. Um, we don't usually propose anything that's so outrageous that it's not likely to get passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, you never know. The junk car bill that we've brought for, I guess, the past three years has always been uh, a, a troublesome one. But so far, we're doing well on that one. So I'd, I'd say we're doing uh, about normal.
0: Okay. So do you want to give us a little bit of update? Because everyone may not remember what those four were. So. Sure.
1: Sure. Our first one was House Bill 2659, and that was the one that amended the Code of Virginia's definition of livestock to include specifically alpacas. Okay. Um, The Virginia Code's definition, we found out, really only covers llamas, uh, and we wanted alpacas included. We have a couple of alpaca farms in James City County and wanted them to have the protections that normal livestock are given uh that bill was picked up by delegate Pogi and we had Senator Norman and delegate Mullen as co-patrons on that one uh it passed the house 99 to 0 okay uh which is really good sign for likely passing the senate and it is already out of su- senate subcommittee 14 to 0 so I really expect that one to pass unanimously through the Senate probably pretty quickly.
0: Okay. Was there any controversy with that? I mean, were there people there at the hearings or speaking out about it?
1: None that I could tell. Okay. Um, Last year was the first year that they started putting all of the hearings on video. Okay. Uh, And so people are able to go to the... Uh, Virginia Legislative Information System page, the Virginia LIS, and you can actually watch all of these happen, which before oh. you had to go up to Richmond to do it. Okay. Uh, I will admit to not having watched that one. When they passed <laughs> 99 to 0, I figured there's probably not any controversy. Right.
0: Okay. All right. What else?
1: Next one was House Bill 2257. Uh, that was carried by Delegate Pogi, and that was adding the ability for a judge to assess damages for emotional distress that would be associated with uh, a dog attack. Okay. And that one, unfortunately, was left in the House Committee, and it did not make it out.
0: Okay. Any idea why?
1: I don't know why I didn't watch that one. Um, that went down 7-0. So I have a suspicion there wasn't a whole lot of discussion about it. It's, that one was a pretty new thing um, okay. to have that done, and there's, I suspect they were thinking that, that that could be really abused. Emotional distress comes in a number of different uh, a number of different ways, a number of different costs that are sort of hard to get your hands on. Right. And that may have been – that'd be a lot to put on a general district court judge. Okay. So uh, I would assume that's probably some of the things they talked about. Okay. Uh, one of the other ones, Senate Bill 1367, that was allowing localities to adopt an ordinance prohibiting dog owners from allowing dogs to run in packs. The thought being that sometimes when the dogs will pack up together – they may cause more damage and become dangerous dogs when they wouldn't otherwise. Okay. That was the patron of that one was Senator Norman, and then all three of our delegates were co-patrons. Okay. Or two delegates, and then Senator Mason. That passed the Senate twenty-nine to eleven. So there was some discussion about it. Okay. And it's in House subcommittee now. Importantly, there was an exception for there for hunting dogs because they're always out in sure. packs.
0: Sure. Sure.
1: Very different animals that are used to being out like that. Right. The last one, Senate Bill fourteen oh eight was our charter change. Okay. So this is the the third try for the junk car bill. Uh, if you remember from our last discussion, uh, all localities have the ability to regulate inoperative vehicles if they have neither a valid inspection sticker nor a valid license plate. Right. There are 20 localities that have an either or, and we tried to be the 21st, mm-hmm. and that did not work two years in a row. Okay. Uh, some of the things that were cited were concerns that we would – uh, staff would impose that upon farms and rural areas mm-hmm. and we addressed that this year by going with a charter change so that we could more closely tailor it to those concerns and so we've proposed that we don't enforce that on any properties greater than 2 acres. Okay. So I think that takes out the farm concern. Right. It appears that that worked. Uh it passed through the Senate 38 to 0. I did watch those uh, the subcommittee hearings, and that was noted that we wouldn't have the ability to go after farms. And now it's in house subcommittee. Okay. So I'm hoping that's where we tripped up last year. So right. I'm hoping we'll make it through the house this year.
0: All right. Very good. And those are
1: our four bills.
0: Well, that sounds pretty good so far. Yes. How many bills? Do you know how many bills altogether?
1: I try to track all of them. So it feels like tens of thousands. <laughs> um I bet it's about 2000 maybe 3.
0: Okay. How many of those would normally be passed?
1: I don't know. Okay, I mean it's it'd be a, hard it'd, question. Be a real, it'd be a, a guess. This, so this is a short session. Okay. So it would be easier for me to guess because the numbers run uh sequentially from the long session. So when they started this year it didn't start at Senate Bill 1. It started with the last number of the last session. Oh, okay. Usually you can just kind of look at it and go, okay, the last Senate bill is 2,500, so there's right. 2,500 in the Senate, um, so that's why it's hard for me to guess. Okay. It's an awful lot. Okay. it's it, There's just a lot to track. All right. And so what I do is I try to look at all of them, give every bill a relatively quick look, figure if it may or may not have any impact on the county. I put it in a comprehensive list. We send it around to staff, and then I have them verify yes yes or no, it ha- might have an impact on us, and then we track it through the, through the whole general assembly.
0: Okay. All right. And
1: so we send those updates out about once a week. Really? hmm
0: Okay. And uh, that, does that
1: mean you're not reading the ones that I send out to you?
0: Um, no, of course. I read every word. I look forward to them. I set my okay. clock by when I get those emails.
1: Figured as much.
0: <laughs> All right. So what would you say is the most unique bill that was before the General Assembly this year?
1: Gosh, there's always a lot of them. The one that comes to mind... One of them passed the House, and it was like 68 to 20-something, was to allow display of commercial advertising on school buses. Really? Yes. There were some limitations. Of course, you couldn't do anything of a a pornographic nature or vulgar or whatever, but it appeared to allow uh, school boards to sell advertising. So very interesting. Made it through the House. We'll see what happens in the Senate. So Hmm. we'll see. It could be uh, like the WADA buses. Right. Yeah.
0: well, and you're sitting in traffic and you're sitting behind a bus. Yeah, I could see where that would be.
1: Yeah. What What better place for a vaping advertisement than on the back of your school bus?
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. Surely that's going to be on their list. Yeah, I suspect so. <laughs> Things you can't do. All right. Are there any interesting bills or trends that you're seeing this year in the General Assembly?
1: One sort of unique one is there's a whole lot of bills on, on school resource officers. Okay. So it seems to me that more and more schools are employing school resource officers and it appears a lot of them are coming from either current active law enforcement or retired law enforcement. So you have a number of uh, school resource officer bills that deal with how their employment changes their VRS uh, status. Uh, There's a lot in there about minimum training standards, uh, just a lot about the details of being a school resource officer. So it seems like people are starting to figure out, Okay, we're going to have this and it's going to be a long-term thing. How do we deal with that?
0: So now in James City County, all of our schools or middle schools and high schools have school resource officers, I believe, and they are employed through the police department. So it's like that's their assignment is that they're the Tawana Middle School resource officer. Do these resource officers that you're talking about, are they employed by the schools or how is that different?
1: Well, there are, there are a number of different bills. I think the ones that deal with VRS are the ones that are employed by the schools. Okay. And so they're the, they're independently getting retired police officers to come in gotcha. there. Uh, a lot of the other ones for minimum standards deal with active, might be active police officers. Okay. Surely it's a different assignment to be in a school. Sure. Uh, with a bunch of middle school kids versus right. with sort of a normal day-to-day police officer uh, right. uh, work. So it looks like the General Assembly is trying to put some sort of... Uh, uniform training standards on everybody.
0: Okay, interesting. What else?
1: Number of election laws. uh, Two of them struck me as interesting. Uh, One of them is incredibly important. uh, It would be to change the June primary from the second Tuesday of the month to the third Tuesday of the month. We were running into a whole lot of problems with schools. Uh, Schools were still in session when you had the primary. And you have a lot of sort of random people going through the schools while kids are still there that conflict was getting to such a point where the schools were getting ready to say, we may not be able to let you be polling places anymore.
0: Oh, and we would be in trouble if we we could not have schools. We
1: would. For all of us out there that vote, um, you're either going to a school or a church for the most part. I don't know how we'd replace the schools. We just don't have that kind of space. So I think that was a sentiment felt throughout the Commonwealth. And so that's there. Okay. Um, Similarly there's a bill to make election day a school holiday. Okay, which Uh, would
0: take care of a lot of issues.
1: Exactly. Same issues really involved with the June primary. So Mm -hmm. I I think that'd be helpful. And then lastly, there's we always have a whole bunch of them in FOIA, uh, the Freedom of Information Act, and I do my best to pay attention to all of those because that affects my office. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then one of them that's in there that, that made it through the side, and I forget whether it was House or Senate, is a requirement that local elected officials be trained on FOIA once every two years and that training would come from the FOIA council which is up in richmond Mm -hmm. so i'm paying attention to that currently my office trains everybody that comes in uh we have a number of documents and and training sessions teach you how to deal with FOIA Mm -hmm. Um, but this looks like it'd be formalized training through the commonwealth
0: i think that that's helpful because sometimes we have folks that come in and are elected to the board of supervisors that have never worked in the public sector at all. And the whole idea of you keep everything because it's open records that's available to the public.
1: It is very unique. I think less about it, honestly, from our elected officials than I do about our our new employees. Okay. And so one of the things I've been Mm -hmm. working on very slowly, because it's sort of one of those back burner deals, is a welcome to local government Now you need to learn about FOIA for all of our new employees, because they often come from private sector, where you can just delete emails at the end of the day, and we cannot do that here.
0: Right, not at all. Right. So what else is going on in the exciting attorney world?
1: We just concluded a a two-day trial earlier this week that Deputy County Attorney Max Halaven did. And so uh, we defended, successfully defended, the board's denial of a rezoning in one area of the county. A two day trial sounds like a lot, but what's even more is all the prep work that goes behind it. So sure. we're super proud of him. It definitely puts a strain on the office for a month or two while you're getting ready for all of that. So we're coming out of that and getting a little breather.
0: All right. And you do not have a large office. There's you, two attorneys, and, and a paralegal. And, a paralegal. Mm-hmm.
1: and then one of our attorneys, Liz Parman, handles all of the social services work. So, mm-hmm. you know, we won't even have her in the office for a couple of days a week because that involves court every Thursday. Uh, And then she attends a lot of meetings over there as well. So, yeah, we stay pretty busy. It's good. Every now and then you look up and think, oh, my gosh, I missed lunch.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: I've I've been thinking. You and Mm -hmm. I have done this a few times. Mm -hmm. And I'm at my, what, third, fourth time. Yes. So in Saturday Night Live, they get the five-timers club jacket. (laughs) What do you have to offer me?
0: Well, when you hit the fifth time, I'll have something. I don't know what that will be.
1: I'm hoping it's a members-only jacket.
0: <laughs> I okay, all right. Stay tuned. Okay, that's a really good idea. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another. And did you know that this is our 70th episode?
1: Another reason for me to have a commemorative jacket.
0: I I would think so. Maybe we could do a special patch. Ooh, ooh, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, or pins. Or pins. Government
1: government people love pins. I'd have a lapel pin.
0: Oh, that's a great. Awesome idea.
1: <laughs> See what happens when you ask me questions oh, on a Friday? Oh my
0: goodness. Yes. Okay. Good ideas. Good ideas. All right. Well, as always, I have a couple of questions that I need to ask you. Sounds good. Okay. First one. What is something that you can do better than anyone else you know? Um, I
1: can sit silently in a room. And not do anything at all for a very long period of time.
0: Now, is this a superpower? I'm going to go ahead and call that a superpower because I could not do that.
1: Quietly? I I think so. I have uh, uh, my wife absolutely cannot stand still for more than five minutes without doing something. Mm -hmm. Uh, My kids are the same. They're going to get on the phone. Uh, They'll clean something. I could you could put me on a chair and just say, sit there for four or five hours. And I think I could do it.
0: (laughs) Now, has that been since you were a kid or is that something you learned in law school or where did this come from?
1: I don't know. I think it's later on in life. I don't know. It's, it it might be a a bit of mindfulness. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I love it.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
1: It goes back to one of my favorite jobs. I worked at Kingsmill, and I mowed grass and cut trees and nobody would talk to you and you Mm -hmm. could just Put on headphones and just mow for hours.
0: Yeah. Chief Reinheimer, when he was on the podcast, he said that mowing the grass was the favorite thing for him to do. Uh,
1: Nobody's calling. Nobody's asking me questions. Right. And just you're in your own head.
0: Interesting. Good answer. Good answer. So what's your go-to karaoke song? And you know that we do not own the rights. So you cannot break into song.
1: I don't do karaoke. I don't sing at all. I don't sing in church. I don't sing at home okay if if you want to switch that to like favorite band i would probably do beastie
0: boys okay but no so you've just given us more information Mm -hmm. you don't have to there's got to be a song that you know all the words to and you wouldn't even if you did do karaoke you wouldn't even need to read it off of the screen
1: i would do paul revere from beastie boys
0: oh very good yes all right you did good, Adam.
1: But I'm not singing that for you right now.
0: Well, no, because we don't have the rights. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, probably
1: no. a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go get fitted for my five timers jacket.
0: You should. Okay. You should. Yeah. Is this this maybe your fourth? So that when you come back, which is going to be in roughly how many days when the session ends? Yes. Yes, that many days. Yeah, we'll we'll come up with something. I'll be there. All right. Thank you so much, Adam. Thank you. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please take a minute to go online and to subscribe. That way you'll be sure to never miss an episode. And also go to our website. We're at jamescitycountyva.gov podcast. And while there, you're going to find all of our episodes as well as a form that you can complete. Give us some feedback. We love feedback actually had feedback on Facebook yesterday, so I was really happy about that. We're we're
1: mostly interested in positive feedback.
0: (laughs) But negative would give us room to grow.
1: But it would make us sad.
0: Well, for a minute, but we'd get over it. So thank you so much, and we will talk with you all next week. Bye-bye.